Hi, and welcome to Seeking the Gospel Truth. I'm Gisela Guiar, and I was raised Catholic. You can listen to my personal testimony in the first three episodes. The purpose of this podcast is to share the truth about the salvation of Jesus Christ. That's the gospel, or good news, that the New Testament brings us. You may be walking around with a false sense of salvation. I pray that as you hear this message today, that you don't just take my word for it, but start reading the Bible and seeking the truth for yourself. Ask God to open your eyes, your mind, and your heart to hear and understand the truth. God bless you, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me via my website or social media. The links are in the show notes. There, too, you'll find links to my two favorite Bible study apps, YouVersion Bible app and Through the Word. These will make it easy for you to get into the habit of reading the Bible daily, and they're both free. As Paul states in Romans chapter 10, verse 17, faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. The episode will begin after this short message. Today, we uncover the truth behind the question, can you buy God's grace with good works? We, as humans, cannot earn or buy grace. What is grace? Grace is the ultimate act of kindness and compassion. When we least deserve it, someone is gracious unto us. In the book of Titus, Chapter 12, verses 11 through 14, Paul writes, For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God, while we look forward with hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. He gave his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us, and to make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. Grace is the gift we can, I'm sorry, grace is the greatest gift we can ever receive. We can't ever buy grace. When we're under God's grace, we are free from fear and guilt. We can lean on God's grace 24-7. The penalty that was due us was paid on the cross by Jesus. In the book of Romans, chapter 3, verses 23 to 25, we read, For everyone has sinned. We fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. For God presented Jesus as a sacrifice for sin. People are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. Grace is free to us, but it wasn't cheap. 
Jesus gave up everything himself to us, to you and me, so we can be forgiven of all our sins once and for all. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 8 through 10, we read, God saved you by his grace when you believed, and you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done, so none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Now, this was not to say that doing good works and deeds is not called for. The truth is that we are saved by grace and not by works. The Catholic Church has the works part down. You have organizations like Catholic Charities and St. Vincent de Paul who help the less fortunate. And all Christians are supposed to serve. However, we are not serving to gain points to get us into heaven. We're serving because we are called, because we receive the gifts of the Spirit when we believe, repent, and get baptized. And I'll talk about the gifts of the spirits in a future post. So please subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out. The Catholic Church tries to sell grace through the sacraments. This is what is sad and wrong and why I'm doing this blog and podcast. You, as a human being, cannot ever, ever earn, win, or buy God's grace. Now, in the Catholic Church, you supposedly get pieces of grace with each of the sacraments. The first one is infant baptism. The truth is that you are not born again when a priest sprinkles water on your head as a baby. Salvation begins with believing in Jesus, repenting of your sins, then being baptized. Didn't I just say that? Yes, it's because it's true. A baby cannot repent of sins that he or she hasn't committed yet. Number two is penance. This is what you get after you confess your sins to a priest. The priest is the only one who can forgive you. Um, Sorry, that's not true. Only Jesus, God, can forgive you. Watch the video at the bottom of the blog article, and the link is in the show notes. And it has a lot more details on this. The priest will tell you what you need to do, pray your Hail Marys, Our Fathers, Act of Contrition, whatever, et cetera, et cetera. And as soon as you commit a venial or mortal sin, you lose your salvation. Uh, That's wrong. Number three is Mass. During the Mass, we have something that's called transubstantiation. That's the receiving of communion. The bread or the Eucharist and the wine actually turns into Jesus' blood and body and blood. Um, sorry, folks, there's no magic or voodoo happening here. It's still bread and wine. Number four is confirmation. When a child comes of age, that's around um, age of 10 or 12, the bishop will lay his hands on the child and the child is supposed to get the Holy Spirit. Now, my confirmation was one of the worst days of my childhood. I and another kid were sick on the last day of religious instruction class before confirmation day. We were not allowed to sit with the rest of the kids during the ceremony. We were in the end of the line as we walked up to the bishop. 
The church was packed, standing room only, and we both got lost and couldn't find our seats in the crowd. What was supposed to be a nice day turned out to be horrible. Did I feel like I had the Holy Spirit? Mm -mm, no way. Marriage, number five. Being married in a Catholic church, you get grace for that too. Well, I guess I miss out on that one since I've never married. Number six is holy orders. Well, this only applies to priests. Number seven is last rites. And this is the anointing of a dying person by a priest. That is, if the priest gets to the person on time. Remember the show, the show MASH? Father Mulcahy would run to give a wounded soldier his last rites, and one of the doctors would say, sorry, Father, he's gone. Father Mulcahy would still make the sign of the cross on top of the man's forehead. Well, it's, that's too late. If the person did not accept Jesus Christ as his Savior while he was still conscious and asked for the forgiveness of his sins, it's too late. In the book of Hebrews, and I highly recommend that you read it, the writer tells the truth about Jesus being our high priest. It, uh, in its chapter 10, verses 11 through 14, it reads, Under the old covenant, the priest stands and ministers before the altar day after day after day, offering the same sacrifices again and again, which can never take away sins. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. Now the old covenant was between God and the Jews in the past. In a past post, um, are you good enough to get into heaven? I explained the purification rituals that the priests and the people had to go through back in the Old Testament days to offer sacrifices. But because of God's grace and Jesus, we don't have to do that anymore. But for some reason, the Catholic Church thinks that you do and teaches that you do, and that's wrong. On my blog, there are a couple of videos. Um, the first one is um, about God's grace. It's from my church of, um, from uh, January 5th. It's our youth pastor, Jordan Francis, talking about grace. And it's, it's pretty good, and it explains it really well. Then there's a video from um, Pastor Mike Winger. Um, and that one goes into more detail on how the Catholic doctrine is wrong when it comes to salvation and most of which is unbiblical, and it's not in the Bible. It's made up by men. And at the bottom are um, the two Bible study apps that I highly recommend. One is the Bible app or version, and the other one is Through the Word. And it will help you understand the Bible. And I'm telling you, it, you don't, don't even take my word for it. Read it in the Bible. The proof is there in the Word of God. Soli Deo Gloria. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope it's got you thinking. Please feel free to follow me. And if you have any questions, contact me via my website, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. The links to my social profiles are in the show notes. I want to leave you with this prayer from Psalm 40, 
verse 16. Heavenly Father, may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. May those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, The Lord is great! Soli Deo Gloria. Only to God be the glory.